0: top-shelf fantasy. Week five in the books. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got Titans uh, Buffalo playing right now. Derek Henry throwing little boys around like, uh, well, grown,
1: grown men <laughs> like they're little boys out of a locker room. This game is off books, by the way. They're pretty sure the NFL didn't want this game to happen. Well, it's happening. I mean, <laughs> the it- <laughs> fantasy points count. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they better. I need a big name
0: from Josh Allen. Um, all right, what are we? Podcast 97. 97. Getting close to 100. Nah. Yeah, yeah. There's three more. That's that's correct. So Podcast 100 will be released before next week, before week
1: six, I believe. That's going to be it a big It should one. be during like, the weekend of week six. Drop all your plans. We'll bring it
0: to Rookie Inflation
2: Talk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just play in the background while we're screaming at each other. Uh, Top
0: Shelf Fantasy, TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf, FNTSY. Scotty.
2: We got one promo code left. Same promo code as last time. New Shelfy, N-E-W-S-H-E-L-F-Y. Go to the store, get a sweatshirt, coffee mug. Working on, on fanny, fanny Packs, packs. again. I, I don't know why I haven't done it yet. It takes two seconds. But, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we got six more orders since last podcast. We put a thing on Facebook. We got Leonardo DiCaprio, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, some myself. Some other super attractive model. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we got some people in the town that got some sweatshirts and swag, so get on the site. I Pro- saw
3: those that you sent over and I, I was out at a, a little cookout and I showed it to everybody there and they were dying. They were like, these are the best ads I've ever seen.
2: Well, our buddy Brickley is like, oh, honestly, the Leo thing so man, and bought a sweatshirt right away. <laughs> yeah, we know them personally.
0: All the bad boys, man. You've always wanted to be a model. That's what I gained from that.
2: Yeah, I mean... I wouldn't put myself next to those guys if that was the case. I'd be like, oh, but you did. I'd be like, Adrian Brody, <laughs> if that was the case.
0: Well, um... All right, you want to get into week five? We can talk about week five. Sure. Uh, so the GOAT, with the mishap, cost the Bucks the games to the Bears. Bears win 20-19. Brady forgot the count. You Well,
2: there's Ready five go. downs now in the last two minutes of the game. Ah,
1: okay. Uh, COVID rules. COVID rules. <laughs> uh, it's a COVID down. <laughs> Nick Foles just has some sort of voodoo magic that he uses on Brady every time he plays him. Yeah, yeah, and
2: Foles didn't look good. No, he looked terrible. But he got it done. That's he, he missed does. a couple
1: big throws, and it was
3: like, you are an NFL quarterback, you have to hit those. And then Brady was like, don't worry about it, dude. I'm going to miss just as many on the other side <laughs> and forget how to count down. So don't worry about it. But uh, Rojo looked good. No, no Fournette. I was kind of worried. Played Fournette. I mean, sorry, played Rojo in his stead in a couple leagues.
1: It worked out. You know, decent day. I will say Ro- Rojo has looked good the last couple of weeks, but I'm still not ready to say that he himself is good. I agree. I think that's the best way to yeah. phrase it. I even, even playing him, I just go, oh.
3: Gotta I I put Rojo in my lineup, no. and he's consistently double digits every week so far this year. And then I'm like, mm, "We still don't know." And he was and, catching the ball too.
2: Yeah, and he was. His yeah. first catch, I'm like, "All right, he's staying in." Oh, and Keeshawn Vaughn f- fumbled, so right but,
1: there. But he's just so he is bad at catching. Like he David, is, is horrible. <laughs> the ball goes into his chest. He doesn't know what to do with it. Yes, he's bad.
3: Speaking of bad, all the Chicago running backs look terrible. But Monty got a touchdown and had you know salvaged his day with it, but did not look good either. Tampa's got a decent defense, so I should probably cut him a little slack. But
0: no, he stinks.
3: I don't cut, want to cut him. Cut slack. him, cut him no slack. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a Rob with the the little tip drill pick that he just gifted the other team. That was a huge one. That would have helped Foles out, you know, settle into a little rhythm. But he's like, "Hey, you want to take a pick? That's no problem. Um, That's no problem." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, just it was just a it was a gross game
0: all around. I think on on both sides, just generally gross. Yeah, yeah. twenty and nineteen usually doesn't scream uh, a lot, but. Evans gets another TD. So yeah, that's every that's week great. he's played
1: this year. Yes, he does. He, a TD each game. He started off really hot too in the first half, and then the second half he disappeared.
0: Uh, Panthers top the uh, Falcons. Yeah, which, which again, really, I I don't think that was a surprise. Maybe, not not for us anyway, because I know we've been sitting here saying, you know, yeah. especially the betting line. We were sitting there, they like with they
3: no, they Carolina. gave him two points and no Julio, and, no Julio, no Julio. Yeah. No Julio yeah. Yeah.
2: but still, I mean, you got Calvin Ridley. You got Hayden Hurst, Todd Gurley had a game. Yep. But Matt Matt Ryan's not doing it unless he is Julio there, and that's that's scary as shit for the offense. Yeah,
1: he played so bad, and and Todd Gurley pretty much bailed them out a
3: lot. Yeah, Gurley, Ridley had a good game, um, but Gage disappeared again. I think that's two weeks in a row with absolutely nothing out of him. So yeah, I think it's three weeks under ten points. Yeah, I think the last two were like two points, like and four points. Like, yeah, bad. nothing, nothing, and like that's that's. Problematic across the board because a lot of you picked up Russell Gage th- looking at him going you know, double digit points the first two or three weeks and just hasn't been that since.
1: I think that he gets back on track. I mean, it's it's hard to see from what we saw at the end of the season last year and then the beginning of the season this year and go, all right, well, two games are, are now the norm. I mean, you've seen more of his success than his failure. They've ran the ball 24 times with no Julio
0: Jones. That's... 20. That's a lot. That's that's a lot more than they've run with Julio Jones on the field. So That is correct. And they've got a uh, change of leadership coming. I was just going to say, and now Dan Quinn gets fired. So
2: Adam Gase is still. But we'll get to <clears later>. that God, I'm, sh- I'm, we I'm, all I'm shivering this. over here. We, we all did. called it, we, actually. We, said it all said we knew it was going to Dan Quinn was going to be next.
1: <laughs> but, of course, they replaced him with the defensive coordinator of all people. Um, <laughs> I remember you sent that over, and I looked at it, and I was just like, because he's done so much to earn the role. Like right. He's blown a lead
3: in every single game they've played. <laughs> yeah. So you're he's like, the this worst is our call. guy. He looks good. He should also be fired. Right, exactly. Clean house in the middle of the season. I'm available. I'll work for cheap. Here's my play. Bomb it to Calvin Ridley <laughs> or Julio when he's healthy or Russell Gage. All you got to do
1: specifically Russell Gage because you have him in every lineup. Oh,
3: imagine how many targets Russell Gage would get with him on so many fantasy rosters of mine. None be, Matt Ryan, would be like, he's in triple coverage, Corey. I can't coach Daz. I can't throw him the ball. I said, Get out there, Matty Ice. You throw him <laughs> that damn ball. <laughs> you give me that ball uh,
2: on the Panthers side. DJ Moore got his first touchdown of yep. the season, but Robbie Anderson's supposed to be the guy. I mean, he yep. got he gets the targets, he's got over 100 yards once again. He's the guy, Mike Davis. Is CMC right now? Yeah. In fantasy, Michigan <laughs> man. I,
3: he looks so good that I am concerned that when CMC comes back, does Mike Davis take a lot of that work just to just to give him a breather? I know you want CMC on the field as a fantasy owner, but you might be looking at this as a coach and going, "I can use both these guys." Right.
1: If anything, it might mean that CMC sits a few more weeks, or you know, maybe one extra week, whatever, to get him fully 100. percent Right. Why rush? I mean, I, I this this is this is kind of crazy to me i would not have expected mike davis to do this but it really kind of uh you know spells a lot of of what matt rule and 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 that offensive coaching staff can do if they can have cmc go out and have another guy like mike davis who is pretty much the forgotten running back you know he was with chicago and then and then you know he was with seattle before that and just always on practice squads and things like that so
3: yeah i mean it it speaks volumes to the offensive line i mean to the whole system they have there and Apparently, maybe CMC's it seems he's very good. I don't, I don't. want to ever say he's not. Benjamin, but, bench him, but CMC, but Mike, Mike is, Davis is being effective. That's yeah. what you said. Yeah, you right? said bench CMC. Yeah. Let's not get uh,
0: two gloves. Get two gloves dropping back thirty-seven times. Monsieur Teddy, two gloves looking fantastic. <laughs> um, biggest upset of the season so far, easily. I think, Raiders, Raiders, I Raiders,
2: take down the Chiefs, forty to. 32. Love it. 40 to 32. Carr looked like he he looked back when he was, well, not MVP, but before he got hurt. But, you know, that MVP season, I think it was his sophomore year. But, I mean, he wasn't afraid of that team at all. Yeah, he went out and just battled, and he looked good doing it. I think
3: Ruggs is a huge factor in that. He changes that offense for them.
1: Uh, Oh, he he spreads the field in a way that no one else can noticeably different with Henry rocks on the field. Like he is so freaking fast. And then Nelson
3: Aguilar is a guy I wanted to talk about. I mean, he's out there multiple consecutive weeks contributing. And that's a guy that was just completely written out of Philadelphia. They, they, had him on the roster, didn't use him after he helped him win a Super Bowl with a pretty good game. Comes out the next year, doesn't get any looks, has a couple of drops. They got rid of him, and the Raiders said, Hey, we'll take you and Now we're going to use you with a couple of injuries of their own. And now we're looking at Philadelphia with still no wide receivers. So maybe that was a mistake <laughs> on their part. And it's
2: not for one year for $900,000. That's nothing.
3: And I put him right next to Kelsey and Waller based on their stat lines. I mean, Kelsey had a hell of a day, but Waller was right
0: there with Aguilar stat wise. So that's nuts. Yeah, I mean, it. Waller had the seven receptions. I mean, definitely the preferred target. But Ruggs and Aguilar do something that most wide receivers can't for Carr. What was nice to see was Josh Jacobs break out again. I mean, 23 for 77 isn't exactly the line you want to see. You want to see over 100 yards, but... Seeing the seventy-seven in the TD and a couple catches, couple two-tray catches, and I think a little bit of that has to
3: do with Vegas being up and them just saying, "Just run, run the ball, yeah. be safe, don't fumble, don't do anything fancy, don't over uh, over exert yourself or overextend yourself. Just get down, <clears throat> like whatever.
0: You run for two yards of carry, I don't care. Let's milk this clock. All right, It um, was a fun. very anticlimactic way to end that. They, well, that was a phenomenal game to watch. So I, was, I don't want. Yeah, it, to it like just that. shows the Chiefs can lose.
2: To, the Chiefs can lose in in if the Pats had Cam, could be they could be uh, two and two right now.
0: Yeah, if, I mean anybody but Brian Hoyer probably would have been better. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to find my spot in line here. So uh, next up we got Cardinals and Jets. Cardinals uh, one thirty to ten.
2: Yep. So they they got killed. <laughs> Does that mean the coach that was on the hot seat two weeks ago would be fired after going zero five? Or I want to put a hole in my
1: wall. Yeah, I mean, this, this, this team had a worse record than the Jets when they uh, got Sam Darnold, so, you know. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. Um,
2: but instead of firing the coach, just, you know, put your star running back on the trade block, saying yeah. it's not the coach's fault, but it's not the running back's fault that's been out for three weeks.
3: I, like, that's exactly it to me, is you hear Gacer, whoever's involved, saying, let's trade Love Bell, and it's just shifting of the blame, and it shows uh, a misdiagnosis of misdiagnosis of what's wrong with this team. And then on top of that, it just shows a, a refusal to accept any responsibility and zero accountability on the coaching staff's behalf for the complete ineptitude going on in New York. And well, yeah, it's yes. disgusting.
1: It's it's frankly disgusting. Also I did hear that Sam Darnold could have played. Yeah. They they, they decided to give him rest. Uh, an 0 4 team decided to give their starting quarterback rest because he wanted to go with the veteran quarterback because he's Adam Gase and he's an idiot.
0: Go with the 18 for 33 Joe Flacco. And by the way, Love Bell had a 4.6 yards per carry in this game. And then like, he was barely used after that. Yep. Like, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand. So, um, going past all that, <laughs> Jameson Crowder had another field day, and I, I really expect this to continue with, with Crowder. So
2: he. He reminds me a lot, and I think they switched roles this year. He's a Jarvis Landry of last year. Jarvis Landry is now him of last year. He's getting so 20 it's points. Good, it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty good. I mean, they're both PPR monsters, but actually, Crowder's doing it each week. Jeff, Jeff Smith had 11 targets.
1: <laughs> he <laughs> caught three of them.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, Chris Hogan was placed on IR today. No. Um, all right. Let's talk about let's talk about the Cardinals because the Jets are a dumpster fire. Uh, but Kyler Murray, 380 yards. I mean, he looked like a, a. This looked like the air raid offense that we thought it was going to be. Hopkins going over 100. Kirk putting up almost 80. Fitz had 70 targets. But the Chase
2: Edmonds Kenyon Drake fiasco. It's close. It's closer each week. It is it's getting scary. out of hand. Yep. So I mean, I'm a Drake owner in a lot of leagues, but in a lot of leagues I have him. I have Chase Edmonds because you know like, he's the handcuff. Right now he's not really handcuff. He he's. He's a guy that you can start in any lineup each week as a flex spot. So it's not like you know you're waiting for Drake to go down. It sucks having Drake because which guy do you start? Mm-hmm. Well, well, both of them are startable, right? right? I mean, that at this
0: point, I think we agree. You start both of them can be started in separate
1: on separate teams. Yeah, and and Edmonds is the passing, uh, pass catching back. Six targets, five receptions, one and so- one for Ken and Drake.
2: So if you had to pick one, pick one. I'm still starting Drake. I'm I would still pick Drake. I mean, volume he had alone,
1: 18 yeah. rushing attempts to chase. But it's in ve- three. it's
2: very very close. Yep, it's
0: not a-, a long shot like it. I thought it would be. Um. Okay. Corey has nothing to say on this game. He hates. it. Kirk looks like he moved <laughs> in the right direction. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all he's got. Okay. And Hopkins look great again. Yeah,
3: Hopkins is apparently just going to look great every game. So cool. Yeah, I love that. He's. I mean, he's a must start. It's one of those things like we talked about last year. Sometimes we just miss talking about guys because they're just nasty and we don't bother talking. DeAndre Hopkins is one of those guys we're not going to talk about a ton. He's nasty starting. Because he's he's filthy. Right. right.
0: right. Um, okay. Chase Claypool versus the Eagles. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> so
0: the Chase Claypool show, 38 to, to
3: 29. I mean, just out of control performance for a guy that really hadn't had
2: that breakout yet and – Show that he's a freaking monster. Yeah, I think week two he had that big touchdown play, but other yeah, than I that, I mean, the, the
3: eighty yard. Yeah, yeah. DeAndre
2: Johnson left the game early with a back injury, did not return. Opened up the door for Claypool, and he didn't really look back at all.
3: And I've been telling you since we talked about our rookie previews, and I think Craig was on the same page with me with Claypool, and I think you sniped him for me in the uh, in the dynasty draft. Is that you? No, I did. It's forty side picks. Yeah, yeah. looking okay, him now. <laughs> yeah, but like he's a fantastic physical specimen and the Steelers are great at drafting wide receivers. So right. he is very likely pretty legit. Yeah. Do you think right. he's taken Juju's
1: spot? No, I do not. But no. I think, he's, I think he's a great two close. I, think- I, I think it, I think so w- when, and I'm neither of these guys are Antonio Brown, but the point is, is that when Antonio Brown and Juju were on the same team at the same time, they both had over 140 targets each. So the team can sustain two wide receivers to be relevant, and and they just do extremely different things, and they're gonna complement each other really well. I think it's smart for them to go forward with this strategy because if Chase Clay, you know, Chase Claypool is the open guy, and if next week they're gonna be covering him, Juju is gonna be the open guy. Like it's going to work well for each player.
3: Yeah, I don't think this is a a, a drop off for Juju. It's a drop for. Um... Washington and uh, Deontay Deontay Johnson. Well, Deontay
1: Johnson just can't stay healthy. Yeah, I I
2: mean, it it depends what his injury is like, if if he's going to miss time or not. If he does, Claypool is a starter. If not, then I I think Claypool still might take that role, but Deontay is still going to be involved.
3: Yeah, I think just either way, these are the two guys I'm looking at to have big seasons moving forward. And no matter how you cut it, even if the other guys
2: are involved, this is all good news for uh, James Conner. James Conner, Big Ben, yeah. I mean, you're starting (laughs) each guy... Each week, if James Conner can stay healthy, he's phenomenal. And it, it's week well, five, and he's still healthy. Yeah, he yeah. And he,
1: well, he got to the he got to the end zone. Outside, outside, he... outside of that, <laughs> that, nothing really happened. The problem is, he had his bye <laughs> week already, so he's
3: not going to be able to use that <laughs> to get crap. healthy later in the take,
1: year. Take away his one long run, and we're talking at Jordan Howard yards per carry. And on the <laughs> other side, fugum Alumgata. fugum Abdullah Alumgada.
2: Yeah, whoever this guy is. I know he had a big game last week or, or a big play, but, I mean, just as, not as good as Claypool, but, I mean, pretty close.
0: He had a good day. I mean, thirteen targets isn't anything to scoff at. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how his target share shakes out when Jeffrey and Jackson and Rigor
1: all get back on. The field. You don't move away from it. I don't think. Uh, you I think don't. But I mean, he's not. I mean, he's no. Okay, for sure, he's not the number one guy, the prototypical guy that the Eagles or any fantasy player, or anyone watching football would say. You know, he's the guy, but. You know, it, it like you said, thirteen targets is, is nothing to look by and, and neither is hundred and fifty two yards, you know, on those ten receptions. Like it, it, it's it's people come out of nowhere. It it happens. And and you know, it could have been Greg Ward, John Hightower, could have been anyone, but it was full game Ward, JR. Had a good game though.
3: And and Fulgham is twenty five years old. So if he's good and he's young, why I
0: don't know, why push him off the field?
1: I mean he's a big guy. Yeah. You know, he, he, he should be able so, to So okay.
0: This, this is what I think Fulgham did. I think Fulgham erased Zach Ertz because you have Dallas Goddard that's not in that offense. Deshaun Jackson's not in that offense. Alshon Jeffrey's not in that offense. Jalen Rager's not in that Markie offense. Marky Skowen's in that offense <laughs> if you want to keep going well, further. He be, but those were four starters. I mean, those were your five passing options at the beginning of the season. Ertz, Goddard, Rager, Jeffrey, and Jackson. Those would have been three wide receiver, two tight end sets. That's it. Fulgham I, I don't I don't when everybody's healthy, I don't know I'm sure that he's still on the field. He's not gonna be demanding thirteen targets every week. And I, I think no, that's the point I'm, that I'm trying to make is that the, the thirteen targets he got was because he was the only healthy wide receiver option. I just think this goes to show that Ertz is erased in that offense.
1: That's so scary. I mean,
2: Greg Ward was the one that got the short touchdown, not not Ertz. Mm hmm.
1: I and, did. I did hear Ertz trade rumors this week too. I mean, Goddard's up. back. When <laughs> I week wish nine. Goddard should be back. Uh, I it, think he's still got like, a few can weeks. You can you imagine what good. that would have to do had. with the Patriot offense? I, he was on the IR so for the, the three week one, but he. could I know, be but up for I can't remember week. what his injury was. <laughs> I think it was four or six weeks.
2: I forget what it was exactly, but um, yeah, I mean that's scary. I know you said Ertz was a you know a by low guy for a couple weeks now, but it's week five. Yeah, you you had to kind of touch the panic button now.
0: I mean, I have, it. I have Ertz in the I'm seriously thinking about dropping him because I'm hitting by weeks. I'm like, how, how, well, how can I manage this?
2: You took a tight end in the first two rounds, which you normally don't. The one time you do. I, I took him in the, th- I took him in the fifth. Oh, it's not, that not, it's not, so that it's not but terrible. still, I mean, but yeah. still, yes, this pr- pr- probably the fourth tight end taken off the board. Yeah. You took Kittle in the third, which we looked at each
0: other and we're like, we don't do this. Okay. I want to touch on Miles Sanders. Mm. Because Miles Sanders ended the game with seven yards a carry. Take two runs away, and he averaged 0. 0.6 yards a carry. Like Jordan Howard esque
3: yeah, carries. I, I think <laughs> it just all comes back to that offensive line. The same way that Wentz is getting destroyed back there. Another five sacks this week. They're just they can't block anybody. Yep. And I mean I mean, Pittsburgh's D line and their whole defense is good. So again, it's like. Alright, I grade you on the curve. I give you a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a break, but at some point, you're six foot six and four hundred pounds. You block someone.
2: You would
0: yeah. you
3: slow him down. Do, so. I mean, <laughs> the, do uh, something. <laughs>
0: push him. Pull him. Do say you kill killing me. Take baby. a take a holding penalty. I don't even care. Just do something. Protect these guys. Um What Fulgham did do is he made Carson Wentz look good. Um, We've spent quite a while talking about this team. Let's talk about this other shit game. I want to go back to Fulgham, though. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm dead. I don't. Go ahead. All right. (laughs) Fulgham. He sounds like it's like hawking a loogie. Every time I say
1: it, I'm like, oh. It's it's, it's the phlegm. That's some some good uh, radio for the listeners there.
0: Enjoy that on your ride to work
1: in the
3: morning.
0: We just brought a little bit more energy to the table there. I'm like going between my phone and trying to get these matchups all set up. Um, okay, Rams 30 beat the football team 10. I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> so funny. I have a question though. Will they pick a name this year? I
3: haven't heard of no, it. Out. They just decided to ride the whole year.
2: It's a big FU to the NFL. They're going to have this name for as long as they can. Okay. I hope and I, maybe they I, change and it, it, it. it to
1: COVID-19. The so COVID-19 team. Someone, oh, uh, man, someone made a joke that said that they had submitted a name <laughs> and they got turned down because it was the Washington Nationals. <laughs> was so like That's already taken.
0: Wait, what? Oh, yeah, it's a baseball oh, team. You can't cross sports.
3: Um, Just be like, yeah, like you said, the Washington COVIDs, the Washington pandemic.
0: I'd be scared to come play the Washington pandemic. The, all right, so it, yeah, it, I, I, so Haskin got benched. Allen looked bad and got hurt, and then they inserted
3: comeback Alex Smith. kid, the greatest Alex quarterback Smith. of all time, and
0: greatest got him sacked six times. Yeah,
3: yeah I know yeah, a guy. Yeah. Who's his number was up,
2: his numbers were freaking horrible. Oh, but terrible. The fact that he's playing in an NFL game, I mean, they kind of said it on TV. It's too bad there's not fans in the stadium because it, you would be you would hear the loudest standing ovation of all time. Yes, because that is every time he got hit. I think even like um, it was Darnold like kind of sacked him. He's like, oh, like don't die. <laughs> I hope he's like because he's got a fake leg. Yeah, I mean he. <laughs> He's still, he's he up looks, there on a the process his his leg leg he just
3: looks so skinny and like I kind can, of I can't even imagine he's ready for NFL style football right now but whatever happy to see him back hopefully he has better performances
0: ahead of him because this last week was terrible yeah, I mean, I think as far as the pass catches go, I mean, everybody's irrelevant, and Gibson is going to be hit or miss, I think, moving forward. Yeah, right, he could have 15 checkdowns, or he could, just nothing gets going. And it, and it seemed yeah. like it seemed like McKissick got some of that pass catching work, but like at some point, like, somebody was has in a to lot. spell, you know, somebody has to spell Gibson, and you only have so many options. I mean, it's not like, you know, Antonio Gandy-Golden is is burning guys on that team, Um the Rams on the other side, though, they got up to a quick twenty and then only scored ten in the final three quarters of the game. So again, like I, I'm, I'm hammering McVeigh for putting out this vanilla, gross offense. Um, but again, we we didn't see a game where either Woods or Cup were fantasy relevant. I mean, Woods had that big forty-seven yard touchdown, but after that, I mean, it was right kind of just that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I guess the numbers were there, but really at the end of the day, like you're used to seeing Cup get those six catches, 80 yards in the TD, and Woods having the 130 yards, no TD maybe. Yeah, and the uh, the backfield there is becoming scarier by the day for fantasy owners. I mean, it was a
3: pretty a pretty good game script as far as numbers go. You had 15 carries for Henderson, 9 for Acres, and 8 for Brown, but Acres was by far the best back. Henderson just found the end zone like twice. Twice, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, went through the area,
0: but it's from from a, from a distribution standpoint. Um, it's troubling. It's Ravens esque. Now, if you had to pick one running back right
2: now, who would you take? <laughs> <laughs> I would take Henderson just I'm because of Henderson. he's getting the red zone looks and the, he's a pass catching guy for now. But I mean, it, I'm not thrilled about it. Yeah, at all. In, in normal yeah. Um, redraft leagues, I think I'm staying
1: Henderson. So I'm going to be a little different on this. I think that with the usage for Cam Akers coming out after him being hurt and then the, the usage that he had in the first game that he played, I think there's a possibility that Akers does you know show something to the coaching staff that, that, that that's who they want to utilize because he had 14 attempts in his first game and he had nine attempts this past game. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm fading on Henderson I mean Brown's definitely the odd man out, I think. Yeah, it um, would appear
0: that way. I'm taking Brown. Just to be different. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, different. I'm 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 ta- I'm taking Henderson, but it's it's not. It it's it's close. Um all right. Uh Bengals Ravens, I mean Murderfest. I yeah, I'm not gonna fault any of the, the Bengals for this game or, or Joe Burrow. I mean Joe sex,
2: y- like How many times? Seven times? times? Yeah. That
0: line. Come on. This just wasn't really an all-around good game for the Bengals. Divisional opponent. I mean, the Ravens got a good defense. But the Ravens offense, I mean, Lamar, yeesh, 19 for 37. (laughs) Not good. Yardage not good at
3: 180. Two touchdowns and a pick. And, I mean, the rumors were coming out, or, or stories, or whatever you want to call it—just news. Actually, it's all true that he has a knee issue in practice all week, and then he goes out and runs the ball two times. Yep. That's not Lamar Jackson. So, I'm I'm thinking, should I read into this? I mean, you know I'm a Lamar owner in multiple leagues. I'm worried. I'm, I'm I'm a little scared that he's a little more dinged up than he's letting on. And if you get a knee issue, it's going to affect your throwing too. And he looked pinpoint last year, and he does
1: not look pinpoint this year. He so looks sloppy, and the yeah. other thing that's frustrating about it is, you know, Lamar Jackson had two rushing attempts, so you would have figured that Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, or you know, whatever Gus Edwards too, would have had more work, and they still had just about the same. And J.K. Dobbins had way less; he had one rushing attempt, yeah, and still took it for thirty-four yards. And they still go, I don't know, I don't, yeah. know. I don't know if this kid's <laughs> any good. Let's, <laughs> let's give it to Gus Edwards; the like, guy had the worst average all year. Yeah,
3: and then Mark uh, Ingram getting the lion chair again but 11 to 7 is not he's not running away with anything and it's just making for a fantasy nightmare across the board. It Nothing is, is clear here. Um, and then the big story on the Bengals side maybe is AJ Green uh
0: hamstring injury. Done. Uh, he's he we cut him all last
3: week too. So I mean, But I mean from an NFL standpoint potentially moving. I think there's big trade rumors swirling all morning. Bats. Pats. Um, yeah, it's always fats. It's always the Bats. But um if he moves good for him, bad for him. What do you think? Better than here? Uh, mm. it's going to depend on. I
1: feel like if he was going to succeed somewhere, it would have to be Cincinnati. So that's kind of (laughs) what I was thinking,
3: right? Like I don't know if it's a plus if he moves at all because this is an offense with a kid who's throwing the ball fifty times a game. Plus, like, how is he believed in him enough to
1: franchise tag him?
0: Yeah, it's crazy. We'll have to. We'll We'll have to see when that comes. We'll have that discussion. Um, Mark Andrews got the touchdown. Marquise Brown got the touchdown. Marquise Brown got a touchdown. James Proche still didn't missing. touch the field. Yep. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Texans beat the Jags 30 to 14 and I think we all called this like big middle finger yeah. to big bill. <laughs> to to yep, to BOB literally this did not shock me when I saw Watson and Cooks hook up and I was like, this is going to be a game of backyard football. And that's that's legit what it was. It was like Deshaun go do your thing. And even David Johnson had a phenomenal day on the ground. Yep. Uh seventeen carries for ninety six yards, I believe. Yep. Um if Deshaun
3: looked good. Gardner Minshew battled, you know, best he could, three hundred yards and two touchdowns, but James Robinson couldn't really get it going, which is the first time we've seen Robinson really bottled up uh, this season since he's taken over the job. So I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah, freak cut out. him some slack right there. Yeah, and then LaVisca Chennault, if he's your leading receiver. Um, and, uh, TJ Shark went out, so that, that definitely hurt you um, as far as the, the pass catchers go. But I'm still encouraged a lot by what we saw in this game from the Jags. I'm not writing them off, even though I think the Houston defense isn't necessarily stellar. I think, like you said, it was just a revenge game or an FU Bill O'Brien game where they're all hyped up and – Brandon Cooks going for eight for one sixty one and a touchdown isn't going to happen every week. So no.
2: And Will Fuller got his third touchdown three weeks in a row.
3: Yeah, I predicted a uh, Will Fuller injury this week, so he came out to prove me wrong.
1: (laughs) Well, so no, but he has to have those multi, multi, you know, back to back weeks of touchdowns. You know, make you think that he's he's back to something, and then he's just going to trade him now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's he should be a trade.
0: Do we believe Cooks? Is that on our next segment? I Absolutely, don't think it should be on the next. It's okay. It's in we'll, in there. we'll put we'll, it on we'll there, there it and on talk about, there. about it for the for the next one. Fitz, um, oh oh oh, fits. it's magic. magic. Is it three O's or just a? It's just don't matter. Two. I don't care if it's magic. <laughs> oh my lord! Did he just? So we talked about this. They were gonna. They were talking about benching him. They were. Him yep. For
2: us. Well, what happened again? They, oh, they didn't bench him because yeah, he had a career day. Actually, it wasn't shit. even a career day. It just a Fitz day. It, it was just a Fitz <laughs> day.
0: He shit kicked the 49ers 43, 43, to, 43 to seven. They could
2: have scored 65 points, but they let the gas off <laughs> so early in the fourth. <laughs> Which so, is so early. Just, actually, in the yeah, third.
0: It's crazy. And
3: you look at the Vegas line. San Fran had nine points. Like, that's, that's crazy. Like, to get absolutely stomped that bad, to be off by that much. And I'm glad I didn't bet any games this weekend because I would have bet San Fran heavy across the board and they would have ruined all my parlays. So... Good for the Dolphins, good for Fitz. Uh Jordan Howard was a healthy scratch, which is interesting.
0: Yeah. And Brita Smart. is getting more and more involved in that offense. So if you're a Gaskin
2: owner,
1: yep. you, you better be thinking Grab about a Brita. a Brita. I mean, Brita uh, didn't really do very much. But, no,
2: but I, I mean I think each week is getting more and more, and then it kind of shows like, you know, he, he is that guy that can take a pass and go for forty yards. So he had a thirty six yard catch in this one four yards short or a a 30 (laughs) yard catch (laughs) 31 (laughs) yard
0: catch in this one in nine carries for 28 yards to Gaskins 16 carries I mean that nine carries
2: has to be the season
0: high right it's a season high I mean he's getting more and more involved in that offense so it's breed of watch time I mean you start watching snap counts and you start watching carry counts because they're they're starting to cross paths of who's getting more and more touches and Gaskins is not doing much with with what he's been given he got the touchdown Which is always good in fantasy. Uh, But real-life football, when you're averaging sub-three yards a carry. And, I mean, Brian Flores just told you he doesn't care if all you get is
3: touchdowns. Jordan Howard, you will still sit because you're not being effective with your touches. So, get used to it. Also, speaking of touches, Mostert leads the San Fran backfield in touches this week. He's back, takes his number one uh, RB spot right back. McKinnon, irrelevant. Jeff Wilson, irrelevant.
2: McKinnon had one carry for zero yards and a catch for three. Three or a catch for Something. nine? is nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: McKinnon Erased. just straight disappeared. Yeah. yeah so. Which it makes sense. Um, I mean, they typically used multiple backs. So it's it's actually starting to be surprising because the last two weeks, now it wasn't in the week before, but they used McKinnon strictly the entire time. So uh, there could be a change in philosophy there in San Francisco, at least until Tevin Coleman comes back because you know they're going to use him. Yep. And then mm-hmm. uh, James Garoppolo. So yeah. yeah benched.
3: So, so he
0: got he's benched now, for... He's now James... <laughs> he stinks, so he's James. Uh, for CJ Um who we'll see how all that all that plays out, but I think for now it's a holding pattern on some of those pass catchers. Pass catchers for Miami, though. Preston, Preston yeah. shows up.
2: Yeah, the week we all right. We're, we're finally we're drop dropping
1: him. Them. I sat him. We're not doing it. And and he showed up. Yep, and he had a huge game. So you're welcome, what Preston do you, Williams. What are you gonna
0: <laughs> do? <laughs> um. Colts Browns, Browns beat him thirty two to twenty three. Where's that um, defense at,
1: Kevin Stefanski man? What turned uh, this to The Colts D, yeah, where, I don't know. Where where was what was the hell happened? Stefanski's a great coach. He took this team that was all a bunch of head cases, and they now have uh, what four and one record. I'm sorry, Baker Mayfield still sucks. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I mean, there, he's not playing no... well, but that's. I mean, he doesn't have to when you have as good of a running game as they do i mean granted this week it didn't show up as high uh you know in the stat chart as every other week but he's just a good coach (laughs) i don't know he's making it work
3: i think he's gonna get a lot of like mike tomlin comps when you're like you're managing a lot of big personalities for a long time and he he seems to be doing it effectively he's got uh odell beckham refocused maybe just getting the ball thrown to him getting the ball in his hands multiple ways he still ran the ball even yep throwing it like Odell's happy and if Odell's happy Jarvis Landry's happy and if Jarvis Landry and Odell are happy and Kareem Hunt's getting the ball and Nick Chubb's not really relevant because he's hurt right now everybody's happy and no, that's, that's how you win
0: games oh, exactly and you know whose name you didn't mention Baker Mayfield. Nobody cares if he's happy. <laughs> you get out there, you do your commercials. I'm just—he's
2: no, just, happy because they're happy, and that's it. Yeah. In
0: in this offense, will will work, but I think it's I think it's going to be hard weekly to continue to see what you're going to get from a fantasy perspective from Odell. I mean, Rashad Higgins had a had a touchdown, which is great uh, to see him get involved. But again, we were just kind of talking about the Crowder Landry comparison. Landry seems to be taking a step back. Odell has to be manufactured into that offense. Uh, so if they ever get into a situation where they can't be that creative, that offense isn't going to buzz. I do want to just – I just didn't realize uh, David Njoku was
3: activated off IR, and I see that he has stats in this game. Yep.
0: So He got activated off the IR,
3: He huh?
2: did. So, yep. <laughs>
3: but okay. Austin, Austin out, that out, one. Out, out-touched him considerably. I yeah. guess it's just so low down. Jets released bowl. Love
2: Bell. Breaking news.
1: No way. Uh, jets
2: have released Lillian Bell.
1: They're eating what, six million? Oh my god. Oh boy. So, no, so we six million for salmon. the rest of the year. He played one. Yeah, I'm, I told you we needed the breaking news so Like, we needed I that. mean, how am I supposed to know that when Scotty
0: just shouts it
1: out? Well, what is the breaking news? This might the first time I had
0: breaking news. Are we stealing it directly All right, from sports so center? I mean, I, I did have uh, this Twitter,
2: breaking up. news on sleeper? Darth I had
1: that queued up. Undertaker? I mean it works. Levi bell <laughs> released really by the Jets. It works. It's doom day. Alright, so so we at least take a couple of minutes to talk about it. I mean we have to. Yeah. I mean obviously This is getting released tomorrow. Um let's oh boy. Um,
0: what, what
1: how much how much how much time have we gone? So getting, we're getting,
0: we're at thirty six minutes right now. Plenty of time we, we have time. plenty Giants of time. Cow- okay. We can do it in the third segment of the will next we one. All
3: just, we do we all down. just we're shit just our have to pants. cut this. Oh
1: my god! <laughs> no, no, no. We 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 do it now. So so this was a discussion that we actually all had earlier today. We're all on our app. We're all talking, and we are very concerned on what the future looks like for Le'Veon Bell because there's uh uh you know Tom says there's a misconception on what jet what Le'Veon Bell will do for money. Will he will he sign less and play? Uh, will he want to hold out and say, you know, this this money isn't worth it? So there's a conversation now that he's not been traded, whether Lev Bell actually chooses a team to play on and if a team believes that he if they're worth it. Now, granted, he has to go through waivers. If a team signs him, they pick up the contract. So... You know, we'll see. If he will. I will bet my freaking life he clears waivers. He's gonna clear waivers. I think yes. he clears waivers as well. Like nobody's nobody's Nobody. gonna pay
0: him the six million because they know if he clears waivers, they know that he's gonna be desperate to sign something. Well, right. Nobody's gonna take that he's just contract on when like. If you were gonna take it on, you would trade something for it. You oh know my what I mean? god, I can't believe I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking bitch slap Adam Gase. What a fucking douchebag, dude!
2: <laughs> ruin
0: a fucking franchise! It ruined a fucking franchise. He got a GM fucking. Fu- this is fucked. I'm. He got a GM fired. Well, damn it, Bell, yep. I was trying not
1: to. I'm like, because they. So this so guy's we say- an
0: idiot. Oh, nobody disagrees
3: with you, and I, like you.
0: Do it's not, it's you, Lev Bell's fault.
3: They're you do oh, not, fucking five. You do not bring in Lev Bell at that dollar amount to then not play him and essentially shop him from the Jesus. second he's been there. It's it's stupid. It's terrible. Uh,
0: terrible GM ownership, coaching, however you want to cut it. Adam Gase is an idiot. They kept Quincy and Noom. I I love Quincy and Noomwa. But they kept Quincy and Nuwa on that team for three years with that, a neck injury, I never I think that was like a,
3: like a medical uh, insurance kind of thing for them.
0: Oh my god, I I, I do not
2: like Gase. This is ridiculous. This and this mean, is tomorrow's me filled with you know <coughs> where is it going to go? Who has he been talking to? I mean, I I don't know where he's going to end up. That can be a different segment. So, we, we kind of talked about it today. Like Miami makes sense, but again, like Miami is a young team. They're not going to bring in a veteran. And it all comes back, back to
3: the numbers. Once like they t- they'd take him on for a million bucks, they're not going to take him for. I s- think
0: five six. Well, they still owe him some. I, I would think three and a half million would get a deal done with Lev easily.
1: It, and I mean, what's the what's the it's vet up, minimum? It it so the, the vet minimum is something like one point five. And I think Fournette even got less than that because he got one million guaranteed, and then I think it's up to it's probably closer to what three million Freeman got. <laughs> like Freeman, Freeman ended up getting, I believe, a three million flat guaranteed contract.
3: Yeah. So you get You got to ask yourself: Is Lev gonna pay, play?
0: I don't know.
3: That, and two this is what he's of a season. This is what he's bucks. going
1: to have to accept. I mean, granted, he's gonna get paid by the Jets no matter what. Like the Jets are on the hook for this contract um it all becomes guaranteed money um i had factored out i'm, I'm on spot, spot track right now trying to get the actual figure i don't know why well, he's, it's he's not only owed up, whatever but...
3: his guaranteed money is right he's not due his whole salary for even, right. even for the cut year so it's going to be like bit. what he was making 13 to 15 mil a year each year he's probably going to get half of it or close to
1: it so if he played out the four years he was going to get some around 10 million per year now that they've cut him it now turns into what was $14 million a year, which make, made him the second highest paid running back last year. So, you know, Todd Gurley was the only one that was making more of them. And, you know, funny story, they're both on new teams. Um, so this is, it's just very interesting to see what happens in fantasy. I wouldn't, at this point, now that he's not on a team, we don't trade Lev Bell, you're selling him for nothing. So hold on to him, I guess, for now. Um, I don't know you if you can't, guys you can't let him go. Well, he's
2: part of the, the Holden Folden, but I mean, like, we're t- talking about that now because I was going to say, you know, what if? But it happened. <laughs> like, yep. I didn't think be this soon, but it sounds like they've been trying to trade the guy for the last year and a half. It, Since it, they see, him, it's no just ridiculous. It's
0: just ridiculous to me. Like, I, I don't, I, I don't understand it, why. And
2: you had people saying, like, you know, what all they have to do is fire Gaze, you know, start the you know start the team over again, um, give the ball to Labelle more, but that's and not you the know case. what.
0: You know, what this, you know what this says to me? Lev Bell never had a hamstring injury. It, Lev Bell came out and said he didn't have a hamstring injury. This oh, tells yeah, me that w- Gase said, no, my medical staff says you have a hamstring injury. Well, yeah, also we're AI. shopping you and we can't afford you to actually get hurt because then we can't
1: move you. That's what it is. Un- unbelievable. So the dead cap number is $15 million this year. They, they owe. And $4 million next year. Lev Bell earned twenty-eight million dollars across eighteen games for the Jets. So that's literally like what twenty-six point something million dollars a year, (laughs) when you break it out to actual years.
0: Um, Do we want to do the what team game real quick, Scotty? Like if you had to choose best suitor, or do we need more time to think?
2: I need more time, but I'm yeah. I let's do Friday. Okay. Or next segment, if we have, you know, things in, in a half an hour, I want to throw up.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to a better game for you. We'll save you. We'll play you. The, it, this, where, where isn't, we?
1: this
0: isn't a better game. I have to talk about the Cowboys and the Giants. I mean, that's that's the next one. The See, Cowboys. The Cowboys beat the Giants. Zeke was heavily involved. Is great, but Dax hurt for the year. Um, And that so, defense sucks.
1: So I didn't see it real time, but did anyone go back and look at the injury? Yeah, yeah it was bad. I, I like how immediately he tr- he knew he dislocated his ankle and tried to put it back in. He was, I mean, you could <laughs> he see. slammed his foot down and like get back in. You could see Ugh.
3: his bone coming out his calf, which is like you could see it through his sock. It's that's just, I mean terrible. I mean so, that's cooked.
1: With that Andy Dalton gets stepped into a ridiculously good offense. So I, I we we've been playing the game. I have uh Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton in my dynasty league. So I I was weighing on, you know, what do I expect from Andy Dalton? And this is a good practice for everyone. Uh, you know, he's got an amazing team, the best team that he's ever had. Um I, you know, kind of look at it in a sense that, you know, Andy Dalton sucks. I know that, but Matt Castle, when he took over for Tom Brady, he had an unreal team and still had a decent year. So do we get that same situation? I'm not sure. I would like to see things play out. I did trade for another quarterback. I mean, it is Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle after all. So, you know, I I don't quite, you know, have that full confidence in him. But this does take a huge step back for all three wide receivers.
3: Yeah, I mean, we've seen him with A.J. Green and Tyler Boyd and other guys in the past not really light the world on fire and then we've seen him had you know flashes of brilliance so i think you're going to have a much more up and down cowboy offense with him at, at at center or under center and that's not necessarily what you want to buy into when you already have a guy who's has a history of volatility with uh Omari cooper even though he's been pretty steady this year up until this game but it throws a lot of question marks into an offense that was clicking their defense is terrible but their offense
2: was clicking yeah, it's a bad deal, when you let the Giants score 34 points on you. Yeah,
1: that's just gross. Yeah, I think they look at the defensive coordinator very soon. <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of head cases when you talk about trying to manage a team. That defense is a lot of, um, I mean, players that don't really, not not fit the scheme, but they don't. Blend and gel together. Like you have uh, Aldon Smith, who hasn't played football in two years, just out there doing whatever the hell he feels like. And then four it ha- years, is it f- Was it it's four been, years? Yeah, Twenty sixteen yeah. was the last Did
3: year. Did you hear the uh, the quote from? I think it was Xavier Woods, the safety, and he said, "You can't expect us in the NFL to try hard on every single play." <laughs> <laughs> he said he said those words out loud to a reporter, like, so "Okay, he, like, yes, yes, you do. Be more obtuse, guy. That's ex- I expected out of little leaguers. I
1: expected out of my highly paid professional athlete." So more big things for Zeke going in the future, I would think. And then on the other side, um, Tino Jones sucks. Yeah, I think Zeke gets heavy usage. I'm not
0: sure what he does with it when everybody in the world knows that he has to run the ball. Well, so I kind of have a differing opinion, I think, about Andy Dalton. I think he's going to be fine in this offense, and I think this offense is going to click. I mean, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, I mean, it's just going to be who is his favorite target. I think, I mean, we saw Lamb starting to take a lot of steps forward with Dak. I think that that probably changes now with Dalton there. Um, But I think Cooper and the Giants offense are a complete anomaly. I I don't think you'll ever see that again. I mean, Slayton had a big day, but I wouldn't bank on that happening again. Right, yeah. It
1: It was an extremely easy matchup for the Giants offense, who has been very bad this entire year. Um, you know, that's how, that's, it's, it's spells a lot, uh, of what Dallas's defense is. Um, so, you know, Freeman even it did well. So that, that tells you everything you need to know.
0: Uh, Vikings Seahawks. Hey, this was, this was close. Uh, I, I thought for a second that Russ was, was, <laughs> he's gonna good, fall apart, but he's good. He's real good. Um, uh, but yeah, Seahawks beat the Vikings 27 to 26. Um,
1: DK, I mean, yeah, DK is was very good at football. Yes, he is. <laughs> Makes every other team that passed on him really hate themselves.
2: I mean, he's known to kill Harry, but
1: oh, I don't even want to
0: talk about it. Josh Allen <laughs> just threw another pick. No, uh, I think puts put some like three or four on the day now. They, we this this whole podcast since the minute. Love Bell got released. is like
3: been downhill. so <laughs> <deflated>. <laughs> um, I can
2: so,
0: so so we'll we'll bring it
2: back. Dalvin Cook gets hurt. Oh god, damn it! <laughs> yeah. So Dalvin Cook gets hurt. So,
0: so it, and I think this goes to show why Alexander Madison is a must own handcuff. I mean, we don't we don't say go out and get handcuffs all the time, but um, there are four titans down. Oh my god, I I can't look at football anymore. Somebody's getting hurt, but Madison is a must own handcuff. Yeah, he came in and immediately looked good.
3: He was a powerful runner. We always we've seen that every time he's touched the ball, so he'll be effective in in um, you know Cook's replacement for. I think it's only going to be one week that they're going to say Cook out because then they have their buy. So right should be fine. Um yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say to sprint and pick up like Mike Boone or anything like drastic or CJ Ham. Yeah. You should be fine for one week if you can't get Madison. Don't freak out because
1: Cook's coming back. Yeah, the early report is is that Dalvin Cook will miss next week, um, and like you said, they have the bye. So Al- Alexander Madison, in, in in my opinion, right now is a one week play. If you had Dalvin Cook, you should already have him. Um, yeah, the chances that he's even free in your league are slim. Right. All right, Chargers,
0: Saints. Chargers blew this one. This was a fun Again, fun game to watch, but awesome game to watch. And the Herbert rollout to Keenan Allen, yes, whole oh boy. He that kid, good. That was there's, nice.
1: There's, there was nothing that – in that game, every moment that I looked at Herbert, it did not look like he was a rookie. It looked like he was better than an 11-year vet that started for the Patriots last week. <laughs> like, he, it, he <laughs> I mean, is – That's not hard to do. Yes. <laughs> he is – looks – and looks like the real deal.
3: Yeah. I mean, every – not every ball, obviously. Just, every, you're not going to throw it for 100%. But he looked comfortable, confident. Great throws, great balls. Mike Williams bailed him out on a couple of ones with a couple of really nice catches. I mean, Keenan Allen went down; he still took the Saints down to the wire. I mean, that's a that's a good, impressive outing by a rookie quarterback against a
1: you know decent middle of the road defense. Yeah, and this and their record too. I mean, if you're if you're looking at fantasy football and you see that you know all right, well, why would I take a one and four quarterback? Well, he, he they've been in every single game. Like the last three games, I think they've lost by three or seven. Like that's that's just been what's happening to this team. And and the, the saints ended up locking it in and getting a field goal off of, uh, the, the chargers kicker missed a 50 yard field goal in, in regulation. So, uh, they they had a shot to win this game and, you know, yeah, he freaking doinked it off the, uh, off the upright,
3: which stinks to see. But Justin Jackson, uh, for the, the, the chargers also looked really, really good. Yeah. He looked like a very good runner. He mean, he seemed comfortable on his feet and making people miss
0: any out touched, uh, Joshua Kelly, yeah,
1: right. He was the better running back on the night.
0: Yeah, I mean Kelly, Kelly seems to be playing this like bowling ball style running back, and that's what he's going to be in the offense. So I think moving forward, in Scotty, you probably agree that Jackson's going to be the back to own.
2: Yeah, I mean just based off of what we saw last year and just last week, I think it's safe to say he's the back to own. But I mean both going forward are going to be um, involved in the offense as the Chargers do use two running backs. Yeah, I want both. On the other side, Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. What an idiot. Especially in our vampire league, the one week we, we can finally use the guy, he gets suspended or, or he gets benched for the game.
1: Yeah, the team yeah. Yeah, in punching discipline.
3: Face. Yeah, literally sucker punching his own teammate. At least like wait till the game and punch in the your other first guy.
2: First week back. Like what the hell's wrong with you? And we kind of saw this last year like kind of scared. like is is Thomas becoming a diva. He's a head case. Yeah. You, saw, you see him getting into it with other receivers
3: on Twitter like all the time. He got into it with Keenan Allen uh, in the preseason this year, talking about who was better. And then you see that he's a mental midget when you hear that Malcolm Jenkins called him Slant Boy, and that's what sent. <laughs> well, that's what set him off. That's what got him chirping. so. Much. And then you hate to see it, too, on the flip side. Malcolm Jenkins is, like, what, a 14-year NFL vet? He's supposed to be bringing this whole defense together, and he's chirping your all-world, all-talent wide receiver. You hate to see it across the board, and you know you assume the Saints figured it out. And then we had reports today that the benching wasn't even so much about punching his teammate. It was about Sean Payton and him getting into it because uh, Michael Thomas refused to do any counseling for the, for the punch after the fact. Just absolutely said, no, I'm not going to do it.
0: Yeah. And it All makes me think, is Emmanuel Sanders a
1: steal and a buy right now? So – after what I, I mean, some of the announcers were even saying it last night was Emmanuel Sanders was speaking to a reporter or whatever and said, like, it took me some time to get to learn this offense. And, it, and, he, and you could see it. It took a while. I mean, he didn't really do anything the first couple of weeks. And then the last two weeks he's really put on and we all know Emmanuel Sanders is a guy that's gone from team to team, able to, you know, kind of jump right in. Um, you know, maybe it wasn't so so quick this time, but Emmanuel Sanders is going to be a threat for this team. Yeah, is he a threat to MT. I mean they're gonna they're gonna help each other. I mean they brought him in to have two wide receivers. I know we've you've, you've talked about Corey many times that Drew Brees does not um, you know, have two wide receivers, you know, fantasy relevant, but I mean they've never had the caliber player and, and veteran type player like Emmanuel Sanders. Right. This is certainly their best shot at, at doing
3: that. But if you start to have a game where you do have both those guys on the field and the looks are going to Emmanuel Sanders, I'm now not confident that Michael Thomas doesn't lose his mind and shoot his way off the team Odell style. Get straight into the bath That's oh boy. very
1: scary. And
3: he's, he's becoming like that each year, and that just scares the crap out of me. Yeah, the diva
2: role he, is growing. He got him. his big contract, so. Yep.
3: And, I mean, he's got the talent to, to kind of act the way he wants, but he he hate to see it.
2: Yeah, pump, pump the brakes a bit.
3: Yeah.
0: All right, that's week five. Heck
2: yeah, I really hope in the
0: week six recap we're talking about how Adam Gase got fired. Like and Lev Bell ran for like a thousand yards. <clears throat> physically, am hoping that happened. Um, all right. Well, we're Top Shelf Fantasy, Top Shelf Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Top Shelf F N T S Y. We need to get a camera in the
3: studio for live reaction, so everybody can see how sad you look after the left I opponents. feel like
0: I'm. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I have him <laughs> in a dynasty league. I have him in a redraft league where I also lost Saquon Barkley. I have like no running backs, and I'm going to be sitting there being a beer bitch again because of freaking uh, angry injuries. I don't, I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm, right I'm lucky. That's why I'm. I'm happy you're, you're losing right now because uh, we're only a game apart. So. Yep. With that, that is week five, and we got we got some we got a good podcast coming up next. Podcast ninety eight, the love bill,
1: top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.